Hey everybody, welcome back to Studs and Duds Sports. Gorilla is back here with myself, AJ, to talk about some Week 5 NFL action. Uh, I know we're coming back to here on Friday. We missed the Thursday night game. Uh, it pretty much went as I expected it to. I'm sure Gorilla would say mostly the same. Uh, don't forget, we'll have our picks up. Uh, we pick against the spreads. We both had decent weeks last week. Gorilla with a big week, though, at 10 and 6 last week. I'm getting I'm getting my picks down here, and that just means fantasy is just a step behind here. That's right. Yeah, I was uh, two steps behind in fantasy last week, but hoping to catch up a little bit this week here. Uh, I need to start taking my own advice because the guys that I'm naming here in these uh, breakdowns are doing well. I'm just picking the wrong ones. All right. Well, let's let's get ourselves rolling. That's right. You want to kick us off with a. Maybe a uh, early Sunday morning game there with the Falcons and the Jets. Well, it's early Sunday morning if you're here, but if you're in London where the game's being played, it's your normal time game. Uh, we got the New York Jets and uh, being called the home team, the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are favored three points and this one over under of 46.5. Now, just as a note, whenever games are played overseas, we tend to see less offense more defense it's it's just the trend of the london europe games so i'm looking for that to continue in this one to continue on with why this game's not going to be as offensive uh there's an awful lot of atlanta falcons that did not make the trip including russell gage and kelvin ridley they there are not going to london to enjoy tea and biscuits with the queen so the atlanta falcons offense is missing its two best receivers the Jets, uh, they haven't really shown a whole lot of lot of offense, a whole lot of spark on offense with Zach Wilson under the helm. So once again, I'm expecting this game to be a lot lower scoring than the over under of 46.5. However, I am going to stud, and I can't believe I'm doing this due to lack of other options. I am studying the Jets kicker, Nick Volk. Yes, I am studying a kicker. Because, look, I feel like the Jets are going to be able to get downfield and just not going to have enough to be able to stick it in to the end zone. Atlanta does have a weak defense. They should be able to move it against them in this one. I think the Jets are going to struggle to run the ball, and therefore I'm going to dud Tevin Coleman, the uh, running back who will be starting for the Jets this week. I do not like him. I think he's going to be an absolute uh, mess at this one. Atlanta does a decent job of stopping the run. They have no luck whatsoever at stopping the pass. That brings me to my sleeper, Jets wide receiver Corey Davis. Yeah, we don't talk about him much at all this year because he's playing for the Jets and they haven't done a whole lot of offense. I'm looking for zero offense from the Falcons without their big guns in here. I don't like Matt Ryan or Mike Davis or any of the third and fourth string wide receivers they have on this trip. But I do like Corey Davis as a wide receiver. He's going to be a volume play, if nothing else. He's kind of the diamond in the rough there for the Jets. So look for him to get the ball a fair amount, making him a really your best fantasy option outside of a kicker for the Sunday morning game. Let's talk about some games that are happening here in the States at the normal 1 o'clock time. Hey, do you want to get us rolling there? Um, sure, but before we move on, you mind if I give a bonus sleeper for your early game? All right, all right. Cordero Patterson, he's a converted wide receiver that's now a running back for the Falcons. He scored three times last week after everybody got hurt, which means he's getting volume. So he's right, going to be right. cheap at running back. Uh, so he's probably going to be a good 
little sleeper this week as well. All right. Uh, moving on to some one o'clock action. The Lions at the Vikings. The Vikings are favored nine and a half in this month with an over under of 49 and a half. Uh, that's that's a lot. <laughs> uh, here's what I'm studying here. I'm studying Dalvin Cook. I know he's questionable with an ankle injury. He seems like he's going to try and play through it. I know he was limited last week, but he gets a really good matchup here. And even at like 50%, he should still dominate this Lions defense because they're that bad. So um, Vikings, pretty much their season's on the line here. If they lose this one, they're pretty much out of the division race in week five. So they have to win this one. I think Dalvin Cook is going to try to be a big part of that. Uh, I'm stunning him this week. I am going to dud Jared Goff, though. Uh, I know he's getting a lot of volume because the Lions are mostly playing from behind, but he doesn't have a whole lot of weapons at wide receiver. I'm completely avoiding him in this one. My sleeper is going to be Adam Thielen, though. Justin Jefferson has been getting a lot of the attention lately, but Adam Thielen is still a big red zone target, and this is a good week for him, uh, and he's the cheaper of the two in daily as well. So I like Adam Thielen to have a big week this week as a nice sleeper. Don't sleep on him. He used to be the guy we were talking about all the time, and now that Justin Jefferson's coming, he's kind of taking a back seat. So don't sleep on Adam Thielen this week. Gorilla, who is your first one o'clock matchup? We're going to head all to an old Florida game. The Miami Dolphins are headed uh, to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The Bucs are favored 10 points, big favorites in this one, over under of 48. Uh, really, I think this game goes the way that everybody is expecting it to go. I think Tom Brady is going to have himself a fantastic game. He is. Well, he well he still did win the the matchup against the Patriots last week. He didn't really put up fantastic numbers in that game. I'm looking for him to have a much better game. However, he is so expensive in your daily leagues this year or this week that I don't think he's worth it. He isn't worth the inflation and price. However, his receivers are. With Gronk being out, look for Mike Evans to be the go-to guy. Mike Evans is reasonably affordable in your daily leagues, making him a fantastic wide receiver option to this one. Look for him to be the volume play, the leading uh, receiver for Tampa Bay. And this one, as much as Tom Brady likes to spread the ball around, Mike Evans is a go-to guy in a fantastic matchup against a beat-up Dolphins secondary. I'm going to dud the Miami defense. Look, every time Tom Brady has a bad game, he seems to bounce back hard. Tom Brady always seems to come back strong after a lousy game. That does not bode well for the Miami defense against a rookie and beat-up secondary. Tom Brady is just going to dissect. He is Tom Brady is fantastic. He's going to dissect this defense. The Miami defense is going to be – you'd be better off even in season longs if Miami is your defense you're better off putting them on the bench and not starting a defense than you are starting the Miami defense this week. His first sleeper plays, however, look for Miami to be behind. Look for Miami to have to throw the ball to get behind. We've seen now that they really like to throw the ball to this Jalen Waddle receiver. He's been become the go-to uh, check back receiver. He's getting a lot of plays via, via volume. A lot of balls are thrown in his direction. Look for that to continue. Jalen Waddle, he's still incredibly cheap. He's going to be your uh, best option as far as a sleeper play for the Miami wide receivers. AJ, who do you got next at 1 o'clock? Next 1 o'clock game for me is going to be the Saints at the Washington football team. Saints in this one are favored by 2.5, over-under right around 43.5, so pretty low uh, over-under here. 
Vegas is thinking this is going to be more defensive. They think Washington's defense is finally going to step up. Um, I couldn't disagree. I couldn't really uh, agree more with uh, Vegas. I think this is a good week for Washington's defense to really show what they're made of. Um, my stud in this one, Terry McLaurin, like scary Terry or Terry McScorn or whatever you want to call him. He's really good in October. Uh, and he started to wake up last week. He scored twice last week. Uh, he's not really a secret anymore. He's in a decent spot against the Saints defense that is not super tough on opposing fantasy wide receivers. Uh, and he's going to get a lot of the target share in the volume in this one, especially with um, Logan Thomas banged up. So I like Terry McLaurin in this one. Uh, I'm studying him. I am, however, on the other side of the football going to dud Alvin Kamara. Uh, Kamara is just kind of there so far this season of fantasy. He hasn't really had a breakout, uh, game yet. He's really, it looks like he's really struggling to find his way in that offense right now with Jameis Winston at the helm. Um, this Washington run defense is better than they have been. They're more talented than they've shown so far this season. So I don't like Kamara this week. Um, I am going to sleeper Taylor Heineke, the Washington quarterback. Uh, he's been good, not great uh, in fantasy purposes, but he is going to be a cheap option this week. And I think he's going to be uh, one of the better quarterbacks of the week here. Gorilla, who do you have up next? Let's talk about your beloved Philadelphia Eagles. They're heading to Carolina to take on them. Panthers, Panthers favored three and a half points in this one with an over under of 45. Look, I really love Christian McCaffrey this week with Christian McCaffrey. He is, looks like all sorts of say he's going to be playing. He's going to be a hundred percent and ready to go in this one. The Eagles have struggled to stop the run in previous games this season. I'm looking for that to continue this week. Christian McCaffrey is an absolute top tier running back. It doesn't matter who you are and what you what you believe. McCaffrey is a fantastic running back, and I think this is a fantastic matchup for him. On the other side of things, the Carolina Panthers' run defense has been absolutely fantastic. The Philly offense has really not been utilizing their run game as one would hope they would. I'm not looking for Miles Sanders to have a good game in this one. I think he's going to be a dud. I think uh, the little bit that they use him isn't going to be worth the amount that they're charging for him in your daily leagues. I'm avoiding Miles Sanders in this one. Uh, as far as a sleeper play in this one, Teddy Bridgewater, the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, is incredibly cheap. Now, I mean, the Philadelphia secondary is not, necess not necessarily any weak uh, defense by no means. They're a fantastic secondary. But Teddy Bridgewater is looking at 6,400 in your daily leagues right now making him a very uh, profitable, if you're looking to save a few bucks, he will get some points on there. He's not going to be your stud quarterback by no means, but he'll be serviceable enough that you can really spend good money and spend up in other positions in this year. I like Teddy Bridgewater to be a good sleeper play at quarterback. AJ, I know I kind of destroyed your team there, but who do you got next? No, that's fine. I'm uh, assuming you met Zach Darnold. Is the quarterback for Carolina? I'm assuming. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Donald, yeah. <laughs> uh, same idea. He's just incredibly cheap. Well, he's not the best quarterback in the world. Uh, he, he's going to be well worth the saving to upgrade in other positions. 
All right, moving on to our next game is the Packers at the Bengals. Packers are favored by three and a half here with an over-under at 50 and a half, so a little bit on the higher side for the week. Uh, my stud on this one is going to be Devontae Adams. He is still waiting for that breakout game, and this should be it. I'm going to keep calling Devontae Adams having a breakout game until he actually does it. I mean, this guy averages one touchdown a week with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the football, and he is way below that production so far this season. Not to mention he's also in a contract year. This guy is really going to have to step it up if he wants to get paid, and I'm waiting for that to happen. I think he's going to have a big season, and uh, the Bengals boast one of the worst passing defenses in all of football. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had that big nostalgia game with Randall Cobb coming back to Green Bay last week, but this week should be all about Devontae Adams here. I'm going to dud Joe Burrow. He's got a banged up Joe Mixon to hamper the running game. Have off offensive line is made up of a bunch of turnstiles, and the Packers are better defensively that they've showed so far this season, especially against the pass. Uh, Joe Burrow also has a banged up T. Higgins, who may or may not be back this week. So you're they're really limited offensively right now. I don't like uh, Joe Burrow this week. My sleeper, however, is going to be AJ Dillon, the second running back for the Packers. Um, Aaron Jones is a little bit banged up with an ankle injury. I I know that he gets the majority of the carries, but recently AJ Dillon is starting to eat into his target share and his touches as well. Um, with this game, I think this game is going to get out of hand. I think that three and a half for the Packers is a lot too low, uh, way, way too low. Um, so I look for the Packers to get out to a big lead here. I like them to run AJ Dillon a lot in the second half, especially, and maybe even give him some goal line work. So if you want to take a shot and go real cheap at running back, AJ Dillon is a good guy to look at. You got to head to an AFC South division matchup. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, they're headed to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Uh, Titans favored four and a half points as a visitor with an over under a little higher than I thought it would be at 48 and a half for this one. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they have struggled all season defensively in particular to stop the run. Derrick Henry has been reasonably quiet this season, which is, uh, which, which is really, really weird for me. However, Derrick Henry usually comes alive and has that huge breakout game in October. Last year, he did it against my beloved Buffalo Bills. This year, I think he's going to do it against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think I think Derrick Henry is well worth the increase in price for your daily leagues. He's well worth the inflation. I think this is the week that Derrick Henry reminds everybody that he is an elite number one top running back in the NFL. As far as the other side of things, I do not like the Jacksonville Jaguars' chances of running the ball in this one. I'm looking for them to be playing from behind and have to abandon the run. I'm also looking at the Tennessee Titans defense to do a, fan, a fine job of stopping the run in this one as they've done pretty well with stopping the run all season. Look for Robinson to be an absolute dud play this week. I just don't like him. He still costs a fair amount in your daily leagues. He's not worth the price. Uh, don't go that way. Now, as far as a sleeper play, Julio Jones is still going to be out for this game. A.J. Brown is slid, uh, slotted to play, but he still may not be 100%. Who else does that leave? Josh Reynolds. Look for Tennessee wide receiver Josh Reynolds to be a fantastic sleeper play. A lot of people aren't thinking about him just because he's considered the slot receiver. But with Julio Jones out, I'm expecting a lot more volume to be going in his direction. A.J., who do you got for us next? Next up, I've got the 
Broncos at the Steelers. Teddy Bridgewater's new team comes over to uh, the East Coast and plays in Pittsburgh. I am studying in this one. Uh, oh, sorry. The line in this one, Denver is favored by one point as the road team with an over-under at 39 and a half. So Vegas is saying there's going to be a bunch of field goals in this one and not a whole lot of touchdowns. Uh, I am studying the Broncos defense. They are absolutely legit. They have a great chance to get some turnovers against the Steelers offense that is really struggling here, including uh, the once great Ben Roethlisberger, who uh, coincidentally is my dud this week. Um, Big Ben is looking like a quarterback that hung on a year too long this season. This is a terrible matchup for him against a great Denver secondary and actually all around defense. Um, I, I think Roethlisberger is really going to struggle this week. His receivers are going to struggle to get open. Um, and obviously they do not have much of a running game with uh, Trent Richardson reinvented as Najee Harris. So uh, I am dunning Big Ben and pretty much the whole Steelers offense in this one. Uh, my sleeper, however, Javante Williams, the rookie running back out of UNC, the Tar Heels. Uh, I got to watch him a lot in college here. He is an absolute stud uh, if you look at him uh, for the Broncos, he's only five carries behind Melvin Gordon on the season. He's getting out snapped by Melvin Gordon at this point in the season, but he's getting more looks every week. And when he's on the field, he gets the football. Um, the Broncos are going to be a run first offense this week, especially if Bridgewater is hurt. Uh, he's still in concussion protocol. They're unsure if he's going to play, uh, but with Bridgewater possibly not playing. And even if he does, the Broncos are run first. Javante Williams is definitely getting half the shares. He's getting uh, 12 to 15 carries a week, along with Melvin Gordon. He's, make, he, he's making the most of it. He's going to be a good chief fantasy option, and he's proven he's more of a between-the-tackles runner than Melvin Gordon is. So I like Javante Williams is a cheap option at running back this week as well. Gorilla, who is up next for you? If I'm not mistaken, this is the last of the one-o'clock game. I saved a, a layup for last year. The New England Patriots are heading to Houston to take on the Texans. The Patriots are favored nine points as the away team with an over-under, get this, of 39 and a half points. That's probably the lowest uh, over-under I have seen this season. And I think it's justified in this one. Look, the New England offense hasn't been uh, spectacular, but the Houston offense has been almost almost comical it's like the three stooges playing football and uh speaking the new england defense has been half decent while their offense has struggled their defense has been very very stout bill belichick eats rookie quarterbacks for breakfast he absolutely destroys rookie quarterbacks uh the new england defense is going to be an absolute stud in this one look for them to be in that backfield all day Look for interceptions, sacks, fumbles. The New England defense is going to be an absolute monster for to this poor David Mills, who is coincidentally my dud in this one. He is really going to struggle. Bill Belichick knows how to how to shake a rookie quarterback, knows how to make them make mistakes. Look for it to continue this week against the Houston Texans offense that really has not found uh, found the ground with David Mills behind center. A sleeper play. Look for the New England tight end, Hunter Henry. I am calling a Hunter Henry game for the Patriots here. Look, somebody's going to have to be getting the ball there. The running back core is playing pretty hurt for New England. 
Uh, Mac Jones has been struggling to get the ball outside to the receivers. Look for Hunter Henry to be the volume play in that instance. A very cheap tight end option for a very low scoring football game. AJ, I'm pretty sure you're at four o'clock. You want to kick us off at four o'clock? Kick us off at four o'clock. We got the Cleveland Browns traveling all the way across country to go to the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are only favored two and a half in this one with an over under 47 and a half. Uh, in this one, I'm going to stud Justin Herbert. Uh, look, he's on a roll so far this season. Should continue here against the Browns. Herbert does not have a lot of slowing him down so far this season. The Browns are a decent team against opposing quarterbacks this season, ranked 10th in the league and points allowed uh, to opposing quarterbacks. But Herbert is really just not going to be slowed down here. He's pretty much on a roll. He's dialed in right now. There's not much that's going to stop him here. I'm going to dud Baker Mayfield. This Chargers defense is really tough on opposing quarterbacks. They're one of the top defenses in general in all of the NFL. This is going to be a tough matchup for Baker Mayfield, uh, who has yet to really be a top 15 fantasy quarterback this season. Uh, two weeks ago, Baker Mayfield was outscored by Davis Mills, if that gives you an idea of how Baker Mayfield's season has been going. Uh, that <laughs> The uh, Cleveland offense is very much run first, which means my sleeper here is going to be Kareem Hunt. Uh, I know that a lot of people are going to be all over Nick Chubb, but Kareem Hunt is more of the passing down back as well. I think the Browns are going to be playing from behind in this one, which means Kareem Hunt's going to be on the field a little bit more than Chubb is, which makes him a nice little volume play, especially in your PPR leagues. Uh, Gorilla, who is your first four o'clock game? Let's talk about the Chicago Bears. They're headed to Vegas to take on the Raiders. Raiders are favored five and a half points over under of 44.5 in this one. And I am a betting man, as AJ knows, and I am calling it upset in this game. I do not like the Raiders in this game, and I will explain why I disagree with Vegas on this one. The Chicago Bears defense is fantastic against the run. So I'm going to start off. I'm going to break uh, our normal mold here. I'm going to talk about my dud first. Jacobs is going to struggle in this game for the Vegas Raiders. That Chicago Bears defense does a really good job of keeping runners to a minimum and keeping runners out of the end zone. Running backs, you rely on good plays and a score in there for them. This is not the game for Jacobs. I think he's going to struggle in this one. And when the Vegas Raiders have not been able to get the run game going, Derek Carr struggles to get the ball out. I'm saying here that the Vegas Raiders are going to struggle to put up points. Now, the Chicago Bears offense normally relies on their running game, and I think that's going to continue in this one, even with David Montgomery hurt in this one. Don't forget the Chicago Bears backup running back is Damian Williams, who is an absolute fine running back. He finds the end zone. He's got a nose for it. He could be a starting running back in a, for a lot of NFL teams. He is my stud this week. He is uh, very affordable because he's still listed as a backup with the injured David Montgomery. He's going to be getting a lot of carries in this game, looking for him to be a fantastic volume play in this one. As far as sleeper, the Bears are going to be throwing the ball, regardless of whoever the quarterback is. I want to start one of their quarterbacks. But look for Cole Komet, the tight end for the Bears, to be a great sleeper play. Look for whoever is throwing the ball for Chicago to be struggling and have to be throwing it uh, tiny short passes that usually leads to a better game for the tight ends. Look for Cole Komet to be a good, affordable tight end option for your fantasy leagues. AJ, what's your next 4 o'clock game? Um, my next 4 o'clock game, because you absolutely hate me, is the Giants at the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm glad you got my joke. 
You made me <laughs> talk about every NFC East team except for my beloved Philadelphia Eagles this week, which I certainly appreciate. But uh, I talked about all the AFC East teams besides my Buffalo Bills. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, the line in this one, the Cowboys are favored by seven and a half with an over under at 52. Look, the Cowboys are just going to put up massive loads of points on the Giants because the Giants are awful. Uh, Dak Prescott is my stud this week. I hate saying that Dak Prescott is my stud because I absolutely hate the Cowboys, but the Giants are absolutely awful. Dak is going to throw all over that weak defense this week. So Dak Prescott is an absolute stud play. I am, however, going to dud Saquon Barkley for the Giants. Look, the hype train is back after the big week he had last week, the overtime winner and all that jazz. But Dallas is one of the better rushing defenses in all of football, uh, quietly, actually. Uh, Their defense is not getting a whole lot of hype, but they do not give up a whole lot of points to opposing running backs. Uh, Barkley is using the passing game and Dallas will be playing, or I'm sorry, and the Giants will be playing from behind here. So he is going to be, serviceable in your PPR leagues. And if you can get him cheap uh, in your dailies, he might be worth a look there, but I'm still avoiding Saquon this week. Uh, My sleeper, Kenny Galladay, the Cowboys are giving up the third most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers on the season. The giants will be playing from behind. As I said, that means Galladay is going to get some work. Not only that, but the Giants have a whole bunch of injuries at wide receiver, which means Kenny Galladay is really the only guy to worry about in the passing game other than Saquon Barkley. So Kenny Galladay is in for a great volume day. Uh, I look for him to be successful on that Cowboys secondary. So Kenny Galladay is a nice sleeper. Gorilla, you want to bring us to your last four o'clock game? Yep. Now, the reason why I gave AJ that game, but two teams that he absolutely can't stand, and so that I could talk about the team that I'm having the most fun watching, of course, besides my beloved Buffalo Bills, the Arizona Cardinals. They are hosting division rival, the San Francisco 49ers. The cards are favored five and a half points over under of 50. It's probably going to be a higher scoring game, and I, I love watching this Arizona Cardinals team. They are for real. They are legit. They are well-rounded. They have a defense and explosive offense. There is not a lot that this team is truly missing in this one. I'm going to stud. Yes, I know he's expensive in your fantasy leagues. This may be one of those plays where you pay up. Kyler Murray at quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. He's been on fire. I'm looking for him to continue to be on fire. against a 49er team that is kind of sputtered out, is dealing with a lot of injuries, and is kind of a running out of gas in here. Look for the Cardinals to actually look for Kyler Murray to have an absolutely fantastic game this Sunday against them. I'm going to dud as much as I am a personal fan. I'm going to dodge George Kittle for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm looking for them to be throwing the ball to the outside. They're pretty, San Francisco's pretty banged up, including Jimmy G behind center is pretty banged up. I'm looking for them to struggle to do much offensively. The Arizona defense does a fantastic job. Their linebackers are real solid, do a great job of covering tight ends. This is not the Kittle game. Now, as far as the sleeper plays in this one, Chase Edmonds is hurt. He's listed as questionable, and it really is going to be a game-time decision. He has not been practicing. Whether he plays or not, you're probably going to see a little more volume out of James Conner, the backup running back in Arizona. Look for Connor to be a fantastic sleeper play this week for a really high-powered offense that really utilizes their running game and their passing game pretty equally. I like James Connor this week as a sleeper play. AJ, you want to talk about Sunday Night Football? 
Sunday night football, Gorilla's beloved Buffalo Bills go to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by their home three points with one of the highest over-unders, or if not the highest over-under of the week at 56 and a half. Uh, my stud play here is going to be Josh Allen. Josh Allen's going to put up huge points here against this Chiefs defense that is giving up the second most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks on the season. That includes a game against Baker Mayfield and the non-exciting Browns passing offense. Uh you take out that game and the chiefs are probably giving up the most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks on the season. Look, uh, we saw what this passing defense does or does not do last week against Philadelphia. Jalen hurts put up huge fantasy numbers last week against the chiefs. And he had three touchdowns called back by penalty. So he could have had a much, much bigger week as well. Uh, this game is probably going to be a little bit more of a shootout than uh, a defensive battle here. Although Buffalo's defense is really good. Uh, I still like Josh Allen here to put up monster points against this Kansas City defense. Um, I'm going to dud Tyreek Hill. He had a bust out week last week against Philadelphia secondary, including three touchdowns. But listen, don't chase points, especially in your daily leagues where his play, his price is going to be absolutely inflated after the big week last week. You're not going to get the same value. He's not going to put 40 fantasy points two weeks in a row, especially against Buffalo, who is the number one fantasy defense against opposing wide receivers. So I am dudding Tyreek Hill value wise. Uh, my sleeper, I'm going to put up Emmanuel Sanders for Buffalo. He's had some up and down weeks for the Bills so far this season. I know that everyone talks about Stefan Diggs, uh, but I think Emmanuel Sanders is also going to be a big uh, product of the offense this week uh, for Buffalo. He's going to get some targets. He's going to be involved. Uh, I like Emmanuel Sanders in my second option and a sleeper play of the week. That brings us to Monday Night Football. Gorilla, who you got? We're got them Indianapolis Colts are heading to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Ravens are favored seven points and over under right in the middle, 45 and a half points for this one. Here's a little bit of a trivia for you. Lamar Jackson has never lost in October. Yeah, I know that's really, really weird when you actually like say it out loud. Lamar Jackson is undefeated in October. The the Colts have really, really struggled this season to get the ball rolling, um, dealing with some injuries and players coming in and out in this one. I'm looking for that to kind of continue this week as they begin to try to find a ground as they are in the midst of a rebuild. I'm looking to stud Lamar Jackson in this one. I think this is a fantastic game for him with uh, Ravens having very little of a run game. Their starting running back is Lamar Jackson, as well as their starting quarterback. You get two for the price of one. As far as this week goes, I'm going to judge Jonathan uh, Dud, excuse me, Jonathan Taylor, the running back for the Colts in this one. I'm looking for the Colts to be playing from behind. I'm looking for them to have to throw the ball. And Taylor is not much, not as much of a receiving running back as other backs in the league. I just don't think he's a great play in this game. Sleeper wise, I'm looking for Carolina's Carson Wentz to be a good sleeper play. Just because by volume alone, he's going to be forced to throw the ball. Uh, Baltimore has given up points this season to opposing quarterbacks, making him a decent play at quarterback as far as sleeper, maybe a little bit of a cheaper option. If you're looking to spend up some more money at running back or wide receiver in this one, overall, I think Lamar Jackson is going to be an absolute beast on Monday night football. That's really what there is to take away from Monday night football. That kind of brings us to our best of the week. AJ, you want to kick us off with some of these top notch quarterbacks? Uh, yeah, my top quarterback of the week, I would say Dak Prescott, but I hate the Cowboys. 
and I don't like divisional matchups because they can go either way. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen of your beloved Buffalo Bills instead. Uh, listen, anytime you're playing against really one of the worst fantasy defenses against opposing quarterbacks and in a game that should be quite the shootout, I'm going to take Josh Allen here. I am dudding Baker Mayfield because the Browns just run the football and then they run the football and then they run the football some more and Baker Mayfield can't throw touchdown passes. So uh, while he's a good quarterback for that system in Cleveland, he's a terrible fantasy option. So I'm dudding him. My sleeper this week is going to be Kirk Cousins going against that terrible Lions defense. Uh, like he should be able to put up 20 points easily fantasy wise, maybe closer to 30 against that awful Lions defense. Gorilla, who you got a quarterback? Uh, I just because I know you hate him, but I was going to cover it anyways. My stud is going to be Dak Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I know it's a division rival, and sometimes those games don't go the way they're anticipated to go, but he's playing against the Giants. It's it's hard not to just be like, yeah, Prescott all day. It's going to be his game. So I am taking Dak Prescott as my stud for this week. Dodd, I'm going David Mills for the Houston Texans. Again, Bill Belichick eats rookie quarterbacks for our breakfast. David Mills has really struggled this year. Look for that to continue and look for him to have a really, really lousy game against the Patriots. Sleeper-wise, I'm taking Mac Jones for the New England Patriots in this one. Look, I, I don't think he's going to be absolutely fantastic, but I think he's very, very affordable. I think he's a uh, I think he's playing against a, a Houston team that has really struggled. He should be able to put up some points in this one. AJ, who do you got at running back? Uh, at running back, I'm going Dalvin Cook. Uh, uh, this is assuming that he's healthy enough to play, but if he's healthy enough to play, he's going to destroy that Lions defense. So Dalvin Cook is my stud of the week. Again, assuming he's healthy enough to play. My dud is going to be Mark Ingram, the running back for the Houston Texans. Uh, they might get shut out for a second week in a row here. I don't like Mark Ingram. I don't like anyone in Houston this week against that New England defense. So I'm dudding Mark Ingram. However, for New England, I'm going to sleeper Damian Harris. James White is done for the season. They don't trust their rookie running back, Rama dot whatever his name is. Um, so I like, look, the, their rookie running back got one carry, fumbled, and then hasn't seen the field since week one. Damian Harris is going to be the absolute guy here in a game where New England is going to have to put up some points to win. Uh, Houston's defense is absolutely terrible, and Mac Jones does not have the weapons at wide receiver to be effective, which means they're going to have to rely on the running game. Damian Harris is a great volume play this week, and he is really, really cheap and daily. So uh, if you want to take a chance on the running back, Damian Harris, this might be your week. I'm studying Christian McCaffrey against their beloved Philadelphia Eagles. Look, uh, the Eagles defense has struggled against the run game this season. Christian McCaffrey is back. He's healthy. He's ready to go. This is his breakout game here. I really like Christian McCaffrey. I'm going to dud Trent Richardson. I mean, Najee Harris. Well, same thing. Uh, it's just a horrible matchup. I wasn't a fan of Najee Harris since uh, since the draft. Uh, when Bills fans were talking about him coming to Buffalo, I was like, no, stop. I don't want Trent Richardson on my team. Uh, and he's going to continue to prove me and AJ right that he is not a good play this week. I'm going to sleeper Damian Williams for the Chicago Bears against the Raiders again because he's still listed as the backup behind the injured Montgomery. Uh, he's very, very affordable, making him a really fantastic sleeper option at uh, running back. AJ, who do you got for wide receiver? 
wide receiver. I got Devontae Adams against the Cincinnati Bengals. Listen, he's really expensive and daily. I don't know why, because his production hasn't been there so far this season, but uh, Devontae Adams is due for a breakout week this week. He's going against a really, really soft secondary this week. So I like his options and chances in this one. My dad, I talked about him in my write-up in that Buffalo and Kansas City game is Tyreek Hill. I don't think Tyreek Hill is going to absolutely be shut out, but I also don't think he's going to score enough points to be worth his value in daily fantasy this week. His value is really, really inflated after a big week last week. As I said, he's not going to put up enough points to make it worth the paying up for him this week. So that's why he is my dud. My sleeper, Marvin Jones Jr. for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He is averaging, aside from last week, last week he only had three targets, but um, he is averaging at least eight targets a week aside from last week. He has two touchdowns on the season. He is a good volume play for Jacksonville in a game where they're going to be having to throw the football to keep up. So I like the Marvin Jones connection as a big sleeper. All right. Now, uh, AJ's covered it pretty much uh, as far as my stud here. My stud is going to be Devontae Adams. And just as a side note with that, when me and AJ agree on a stud, there we're usually right. If we're both going the same direction on a player, usually usually that player is exactly what we say they're going to be, a fantastic option. I agree with AJ. He is well worth spending up for. Wide receiver may be the position worth uh, worth going big on this week anyways. I'm going to dud Tyreek Hill for the exact same reasons that AJ said. Not that Tyreek Hill is going to be completely shut down. The Bills' secondary is fantastic and they do a good job but he's just too expensive just way too expensive in your daily leagues there's many better options at wide receiver than Tyree Kill this week I'm going to sleeper and AJ talked about him in the write-up Kenny Galladay for the New York Giants yes I am sleepering a giant I feel I feel dirty saying that but uh, it's true I think he's going to be a good option I think he's the only real option for the Giants offense this week. So look for him to be a volume play. Hey, Jay, want to move on to tight end? All right, at tight end, I am studying Jack Doyle for the Indianapolis Colts on Monday night. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are the worst defense fantasy-wise against uh, opposing tight ends. They give up a ton of points to opposing tight ends, and that should be continuing this week with Jack Doyle. Uh, like Carson Wentz does not have his full complement of uh, wide receivers with T.Y. Hilton still being out. So guys like Michael Pittman um, and especially the tight ends and Jack Doyle, Mo, Mo Ali Cox and, and the likes are going to have to step up their games. I really like Jack Doyle this week against Baltimore. I think he might even find the end zone. He's going to be my stud play of the week. My dud, <clears throat> Gorilla talked about him in his write-up a little bit, is, is uh, George Kittle for San Francisco. He goes against the number one fantasy defense against uh, tight ends. They do not give up a whole lot of points there. So um, – and with Arizona, anyways, they are really, really tough against closing tight ends. So George Kittle is my dud of the week. And my sleeper play of the week is going to be OJ Howard for Tampa Bay. Uh, look, the Buccaneers are going to be without Gronk again this week. They're going to, they get a good matchup and OJ Howard is going to be really cheap and he should be uh, the next man up at, at tight end. So I like OJ Howard this week. Gorilla, who is your stud tight end of the week? I'm going to continue with teams that you don't like here. I'm going to uh, stud Dalton Schultz for the Dallas Cowboys this week. I think that that matchup against Giants is fantasy gold for the Dallas Cowboys. There's a lot of really good fantasy options for the team, and I think Dalton Schultz is, is a 
big one. I think he's going to have an absolutely fantastic week at tight end. I'm going to dud George Kittle for the San Francisco 49ers. AJ just talked about it. I talked about it in my write-up. The Arizona defense is very, very good against tight ends. Just not a good play. I'm going to sleeper Hunter Henry for the New England Patriots. I talked about it in my write-up. That game against the uh, the game against the Texans, I'm looking for him to be getting a lot of volume thrown in his direction. And that brings us on to kicker. AJ, who do you got a kicker? My kicker is the Vegas kicker, Carlson. Uh, look, I think that that game is going to have a lot of scoring opportunities. Uh, and Vegas's kicker is going to have a few opportunities for some long field goals. There's a couple extra points. I think it's a good bet to get 10 points this week. I'm dudding ba- the Boz, Chris Boswell for Pittsburgh. Uh, look, you can't get fantasy points if your team doesn't score or cross midfield. Pittsburgh is really struggling on uh, offense this season, and they run into an absolute buzzsaw of a defense in Denver. Do not like the buzz this week. I am going to sleeper, however, Cody Parkey. He is going to be the kicker this week for the Saints against the Washington football team. Uh, look, Washington's defense has been just good enough to let teams get on the other side of the field and then kick field goals. <laughs> um, so I really like the uh, Saints' chances to kick some field goals this week. Cody Parkey, uh, former beloved Philadelphia Eagle, is going to be my sleeper of the week at kicker. I'm going to stud for my beloved Buffalo Bills, Tyler Bass. Look, anytime a game's a shootout, it does well well for kickers putting up fantasy points. I'm looking for that to be the case in this one. I really like the, the Bills-Chiefs game as a going to be an absolute shootout. Therefore, I like Bass as a good fantasy option at kicker. Just makes sense that he's going to put up a lot of points on uh, extra points alone, and then you're going to add a field goal or two in there. Makes a good day for a kicker. I'm going to dud the Houston Texan kicker, Fairbairn, in this one. Uh, AJ pretty much said it with a Pittsburgh kicker. If your team never crosses midfield, you never kick any field goals, and you never put up any fantasy points. Just not a good option there. Sleeper-wise, let's talk about the London kit, London game. Matt Amendola is the kicker for the New York Jets. Or, I'm sorry, Nick Polk is the kicker for the New York Jets in this one. Uh, look for that to be on up there. That's a great option there for the Jets and a sleeper play in this one for a game where neither offense is that fantastic. Somebody's got a point of points. It's probably going to be field goals. AJ, let's rock and roll with defense. Uh, right. My stud defense of the week is going to be the New England Patriots against Houston Texans. You talked about it. Bill Belichick loves to uh, force rookie quarterbacks into mistakes and turnovers. I like that to happen this week as well. Patriots are my stud pick of the week. My dud is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, all they do is give up tons and tons of points. They don't get a whole lot of turnovers. They don't score a lot of points themselves. Uh, I don't like the Chiefs at all this week, especially against a Buffalo offense that is rolling. Uh, And my sleeper defense of the week, which really isn't much of a sleeper, is going to be the Denver Broncos. Again, we talk about it. They get a good matchup against a struggling Pittsburgh offense. They have absolutely shut down almost every team they've played against so far this season. I really like Devers' defense as a good sleeper. You got to stud the Tennessee Titans' defense this week. Uh, they're playing against the division rivals, Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars have really not shown any life whatsoever. Somebody poke them with a stick and they might be dead. I'm looking for Tennessee to have a great week on defense. I'm going to dud the Miami Dolphins' defense. They're going against Tom Brady and the explosive offense of the Buccaneers. 
Just not a good week for them. I'm looking for the Buccaneers to put up a lot of points in this one. And I'm going to sleeper. They have Tampa Bay defense. Uh, I like the Tampa Bay defense. Look, if your defense is never on the field, you're never getting points scored against you, really. Uh, just, just, you know, common sense in this one. I like Tampa Bay as a good sleeper defense in this one. AJ, that just about does it. Yeah, that's going to wrap us up for our week five uh, summaries and picks of the week. You can find our team picks on our website uh, or actually on our Facebook page, Studs and Duds uh, Fantasy on Facebook. And you can also find this podcast, which hopefully you found already, but it's on uh, most major platforms as well. Feel free to leave us a message, leave us comments, uh, give us ratings, five-star reviews if you'd like. Uh, You know, Feel free to ask us questions as well. We'll try to get to your questions as we go through uh, the week's write-ups and give you all the fantasy advice that you need. Uh, But that's going to wrap us up for week five. We'll be back next week for an exciting week six of action as well. Uh, For Gorilla, I am AJ, and we will see you next week. 